There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's the last one of the week on Friday the 27th of October. And as a special end of the week treat, how about the Heathrow Airport third quarter results. Yes, I know you'd be thrilled, but actually it tells you quite a lot about how the world is changing. So if I may, please bear with me while I spend the next six minutes talking about what it will mean for you. Heathrow had, I quote here, the uh, chief financial officer, a calamitous COVID pandemic. I think that's fairly true. Heathrow, of course, like all the big international hub airports, was just saw its business completely wiped out. And even now, so we're in the third quarter of 20, or that we they were reporting the third quarter of 2023, um, they managed to lose £19 million, which from the chief financial officer's point of view is annoying. But he said that this is because largely of East Asia, effectively China, remained closed for the first couple of months of the year. Traffic is still only recovering. It was really important to Heathrow before, and so it's only slowly coming back. And that's why they are losing money still. But uh, it's also, I think probably, and I don't wish to see any travel business losing money ever, but the narrative that Heathrow is not able to get enough money from its charges, which are certainly the highest in Europe, um, is is handy for uh, the management of the airport. And one reason they're more reliant than ever on the charges, which are set by the Civil Aviation Authority, and when that took place, well, the airlines weren't happy and the airport wasn't happy, so probably it was about right. Um, the, the reason is that uh, something else has happened as well, and uh, the very annoying thing from the airport's point of view is that its income from selling stuff has declined. Um, that is because they say, uh, and we're, we're talking here only about a 14 pence drop compared with 2019 from 8.79 down to £8.65. Um, but they say that is because of the decision by then Chancellor Rishi Sunak to get rid of tax-free sales. And they say this is really causing a lot of problems. Um, the average spend going through the shop uh, was down 25%. Um, more expensive food and drink meant that catering income rose by 25%. But unfortunately, because people have previously been spending more in shops than they had on food and drink, that was down. Also, um, revenue from the Heathrow Express is down. Of course it is. And that's because the um, much cheaper 
and in many cases more convenient Elizabeth line has opened up. That, of course, takes you from Heathrow Airport, not just through to Paddington, which is a bit sort of far out of town um, in terms of the real centre of London, but also into Bond Street, into Farringdon, now a really important junction uh, with the uh, north-south Thameslink line, to Liverpool Street, to uh, Canary Wharf. So that's really handy, but less people are using the expensive Heathrow Express. Um, there's also the interesting change in the mix of passengers. And I calculated, and uh, one reason I'm talking about this 24 hours on from where the figures were released was because I've been going through the uh, the accounts and seeing what I could discern. Before the pandemic, one in three Heathrow passengers was a business traveller. That was great for the airport, great for the airlines that use Heathrow, because typically business travellers are not too worried about how much a flight costs. Um, leisure passengers tend to be, but one in three before the pandemic. Now, well, that's fallen by 15% um, in terms of the number of business travellers. It's now 27% of all the passengers. Um, the chief financial officer told me that, yeah, business travel is on a positive trend, which I guess is good. And, well, the other aspect is the planes that are being used. And interestingly, the average size of the planes using Heathrow before the pandemic was 213 seats. Now it's 221 seats. So the average size obviously going up. Um, that is because I'd say the most typical aircraft using Heathrow is probably the Boeing 777, followed by the Airbus A320 probably um, followed by uh, some combination of 787s, A330s, A350s, A380s. But basically, um, it's vastly higher than most airports, which are probably around the 150, 180-seat level. Um, and that's despite this increase, which is you know, a 4% increase in average capacity of planes. That's despite British Airways having retired all its 747s, which previously were the kind of backbone of the uh, long-haul fleet and now are rather rotting in the desert in Victorville, California and elsewhere. One other aspect, the third runway. You might recall this was such a contentious issue for, well, probably the whole of the second decade of the 21st century, so 2010 to 2020. And, well, elections were not quite fought and lost on it, but uh, eventually in 2015, the decision was taken, right, we are going to have a third runway at Heathrow. Since then, nothing has happened. And, well, that's um, not surprising, although it has got uh, the go-ahead from, from the government. Um, but Heathrow, I think, is quite comfortable with the fact that um, it has the most constrained big international hub in the world, only two runways. Um, it can command a premium from, from everyone. And while the plan under the previous boss, John Holland Kay, 
was, yes, we're going to go ahead with the third runway. Thomas Walby, the new chief executive coming from Copenhagen Airport, is wanting to take another look and decide, well, what they are going to do. So, um, yeah, they want to, of course, get back to profitability and then they want to take a look. Um, anyway, the uh, great uh, opportunity is for other airports to compete with Heathrow. The big European hubs are absolutely thrilled that the British government has said, oh, you want to change planes at Heathrow? You're going to have to get an ETA, an electronic travel authorization. So that is going completely to mess things up as well. Traffic will inevitably go to other airlines as a result of that. And uh, and nobody seems quite clear why that is going to be. But there's many things, as you will have discovered if you're a regular limit listener, um, about what this uh, this government does um, that um, perplex me in the travel sphere. That's quite enough from me. I've been going on for more than six minutes. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Have a very good weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.